Hello, and welcome to an episode of the Yale Journal of Biology and Medicine's COVID Conversations. During this special series, we will feature conversations between scientists, doctors, and trainees as they navigate the coronavirus pandemic. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Kevin, and joining us today is Edgar Perez, um, who's, who I've met from my um, previous institution. Um, but I'll let him introduce himself and describe um, what kind of um, what stage in the program he's in right now. Hi, everyone. My name is Edgar Perez. I am a first year MBI um, molecular biology program at UCLA um, and currently still rotating. Um, a, a spring quarter rotation, but I already chose my lab as well. So I'm oh. transitioning already, yes. Nice. So when yeah. did you um, choose your laboratory? Like, uh, was it in the middle of quarantine or was it right before? It was right after. Um, well, I would say in the middle of quarantine then because I just chose it like, what, two weeks ago? Mm, and we've gotcha. been in quarantine since like March. So like- How much um, veg time or um, did you have um, in that lab or in the last lab that's waiting uh, where you're waiting for a decision no bench time whoa okay i've been doing everything zoom and remotely i have not touched the lab or uh-huh. met with anybody um except for like the way beginning when i introduced myself to see if i can rotate in the lab yeah. gotcha yeah what made you choose that lab it was i zoomed i did a zoom meeting with all the postdocs and all the grad students Mm-hmm. And I took the initiative to um, ask the PI and a postdoc that I was working closely with to evaluate me um, the fifth week of the rotation, because we do 10 week rotations here. Um, and um, I don't know, I mean, the, the, the PI said that, because, oh, before that also, I, I, I would be presenting remotely. So they will have us read articles and present. Um, so I presented a few times for the lab already. I guess they just wanted to see how how am I presenting the science and since I can't do anything else. And um, the PI seemed to like it. He said that he thinks I'd be a very good fit and he made me an offer. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I was, I was really happy about that. Um, may, may I ask what the name of the lab is and what kind of research you are doing? Yeah, so he's doing, um, he, it's an immunology lab, so he mainly focuses on um, lung cancer immunology. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, and he's, um, his name is Dr. Steven Dubonnet in UCLA. This must have been kind of different, though. Just um, coming into grad school, did you expect that you'd be making a decision on which lab to join? And it's all just purely um, through Zoom. What have you guys been doing in lab, and um, how do you know that scientifically this is the place for me? Yeah, so that's the tough part. I so obviously when I first started um, grad school, I thought it would be a little easier to choose a lab. Mm-hmm. But considering one one of them was being remote and the rest I actually was in person, um, it was really tough in the beginning. It was really tough for me to decide because I love I was having such a good communication and good um, time with the lab meetings in the remote lab, which is the one I'm in right now. Um, and but I didn't know exactly how to evaluate it, considering I wasn't in in the lab presence. And I didn't know how to compare it to other labs because I was in the lab, in the other labs. So I was so confused. I'm like, what if I make a mistake? You know, I don't, I don't know what to do. This is a very important decision for a student. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, what I did was I 
I communicated with other students. There were second and third year students that I know from the program. Mm-hmm. And I asked them, you know, what was the biggest thing for you? What was, what do you think is the most important thing? Um, was it, is it research? Is it live environment? Is it, is it PI? Um, and I talked to a couple of my friends who were second years, third years, fourth, I talked to a fourth year. And um, she told me, like, you know, looking back, I honestly felt like um, if a lab has a lot of money, it doesn't really matter. It What matters is the is your relationship oh, with the PI. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the relationship with the PI is most important, she said. If you can communicate with the PI really well, then you will have a very good time, no matter what. Obviously, the money will be a bit of an issue, but you can get around that. I took it into consideration. Um, I talked to like seven, eight people through Zoom. Like, give me mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Tell me what, like, what is your, de- your deal? Um, and the, the greatest thing about it is that this, this lab I'm in actually does have a bit of money. And uh, yeah, so I was really lucky. And I was able to communicate really well with the PI. So I just thought, you know, it's a win-win already right there. So what topics, I guess, so everything's been, your decision is mainly based on Zoom. So what kind of topics did you discuss with the current people in the lab um, just for making your decision, but also like, what have the, your lab meetings been like? Is it um, mostly journal clubs or do you present your kind of potential qualifying project or something? Well, yeah. So um, the way that our meetings go is they asked us to read a, um, answer some questions, but using articles on a specific topic. So two of those, two of those weeks, because um, we have weekly meetings every Wednesday, um, two of those weeks, um, it was COVID-19 related articles that we're supposed to um, present on. And then afterwards, it was a little bit more related to lung cancer and lung immunology. So the lab itself um, just wanted to like pretty much gauge on how we present. And I believe that's what it, they wanted to do and how do we interpret the, the data. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ooh, I did that for like three or four times already. And that's pretty much all has been happening. Other than that, I think I felt like it was up to us as the grad students to take initiative into asking everybody to have a Zoom meeting with us. And what I basically asked is, tell me about your research um, and tell me how you like the lab and what do you what do you um, expect from a student or um, and then in that conversation, I can gauge as to whether or not we can communicate really well, um, you know, how well is our conversations and also I took into consideration the good and the bad of the lab. There was way more good than bad. So that was okay, that perfect. Was yeah, it's good to hear. How do you think the coronavirus um, pandemic has affected your PhD timeline? Oh, wow. <laughs> There's a lot to say there. Um, so obviously, I've only been in quarantine in my pro- and in my program for like, since March. So it's been like a couple months, maybe months and three months, almost three months. Um, mm-hmm. It's affected me rotation-wise because, like I said, it was a huge stressor to see, to know how I'm going to evaluate this lab. How is a peer going to evaluate me, not seeing Mm -hmm. me in the lab, not being able to see my skills, and also, you know, evaluating other students who have been in the lab. So that's really tough. In terms of project, because I'm rotating, I feel like it's it's not going to, well, depends on how long we are in quarantine, but it hasn't affected me just yet. Um, I don't have a set project and no first year has a set project at this time. Um, maybe it's one or two do if they are lucky, but that's pretty much it. 
um, for now, for us, it's just, for now, it's just a rotation project, mini project, and then see how it goes. And then I guess once you accept a lab, like I did, um, the talking about getting an actual project comes later. Um, is there anything you want to share about how coronavirus has affected your grad school experience so far? I had a, a bit of trouble choosing a, a lab, but thank God I was able to go through it. I'm, I have still friends who are, they don't know how to how to go about it just yet. So I'm trying to help them out. Um, in terms of personal, I um, so I live with my partner. Um, his um, grandmother unfortunately passed away due to COVID in Oregon. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, so it wasn't obviously um it's not necessarily dealing with me personally it was more towards him but i can see how sad he, he was about the fact that she had to go away the way she got away i mean obviously mm-hmm. she, he said you know she's an elderly woman obviously she she said he said that it was um it was almost like they were kind of waiting for it but they just weren't expecting COVID to play a role in it yeah, yeah. and so he's really sad that uh, she had to go away the way she had to away so um I think um, a lot of people are, you know, not taking it seriously in a way. And there was a sense of us in a way in the beginning that that told us, oh, you know, we'll be very careful, everything's okay. And, um, but then this happens to you a little too close and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah uh, you know, <laughs> maybe I should take a little more seriously.